Welcome Queen, my name is Ezra and I am the host of She Is Ezra, the podcast. In this podcast, I am bringing to you all things spirituality, personal development, love and business. From the bottom of my heart to yours, I thank you for taking this journey with me today. Let's dive in. I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land and pay my deepest respects to their elders past, present and emerging. I acknowledge that this is and will always be sacred dark and young land. Hello, welcome, welcome and welcome. I hope that you are having a fantastic day. I'm sending you love. I'm sending you healing. I'm sending you empowerment. And now I want you to feel it in your heart. Put your hand on your heart and I want you to feel that love. Okay. This one is going to be a very important podcast for anyone who listens to it. Because rejection is actually one of the most positive things that could possibly happen to a human being. Okay. 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 You might say to me, how could this be positive? Because it really hurts. And yes, it does hurt. But hurt is so important on this planet. Hurt is so important because it is teaching us something. Okay, let's dive in. So to be honest with you, what I'm about to say, this next sentence, I did not come up with. So this is a lesson that one of my clients got when we were releasing rejection from her timeline. Okay, so with timeline therapy, we can release all negative emotions from your past. So anger, sadness, fear, hurt, and guilt are the main ones we do. But we can also do rejection, embarrassment, jealousy, resentment, abandonment, whatever is coming up, right? So this particular client had rejection on her timeline. Now, the way that we release the negative emotion is we go back to the very first time that this particular client ever felt rejection. And we take the lessons So there's always positive lessons that reframes the subconscious mind and releases the emotion. It's really, really powerful stuff. Like super, 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 super powerful. So the lesson, like a lesson that came through for her and it has never, ever left me. And it has actually reframed rejection for me as well. So rejection is actually the act of being set free. Let that one land. Rejection is the act of being set free. So you might think to yourself, well, how am I being set free? Let me tell you. Let me give you two examples. First example, I was at a retailer. I was an area manager. So I was in charge of hiring, I was in charge of firing, I was in charge of um, performance managing, rosters, the whole lot. And I was only 19 when I got that role. So I was very, very young. 
Now, when I had trouble firing somebody, my manager said to me that when we are keeping someone where they don't belong, we are not only doing them a disservice, but we are doing ourselves a disservice because we're obviously like, this person is not performing, they're not meeting the needs of the business, da 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 da. But from their perspective, they're being kept somewhere where they don't belong. So by rejecting them, by moving them on, letting them go, it's pushing them in the direction that they need to go. Whenever we experience hurt, there is always lessons. Now, some people might come at me and say, oh, that's just toxic positivity. No, it's not because this is the work that I do with my clients every single day and it is how I get so many amazing transformations. Now, this is most potent through timeline therapy, but the thing is, is that we can also do reframing without timeline therapy. So reframe it in your mind. Stop saying I was rejected. Stop saying I fear rejection. Like cancel that. Cancel, cancel, cancel. The subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined. The subconscious mind cannot process a negative, which means that if you say, um, you know, I don't want to feel rejected anymore, all your subconscious mind is hearing is rejected, rejected, rejected. And you're just programming your mind to literally feel rejected that you are rejected and it's your part of your story. So it's so important to take that word out of your vocabulary. You're not being rejected. You're actually being set free. You're actually being pushed in the direction that you need to go in. Another example. So that helped me to actually move people along in that business. Another thing though, is when, you know, you probably, if you've listened to other podcast episodes, you may, you know, realize that, you know, at some point I was on the path of becoming a lawyer and it's only recently that I have actually decided that that is not for me right now. So, but, you know, about 12 months ago, I was thinking, you know, I'm in my last year of study, da, 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 need to start thinking about, you know, getting an internship or something to that effect. Now, the thing is, the thing is here is that, you know, I applied to all the big corporate law firms in Sydney. I applied to like all the big names and I was like, I'm going to be a corporate lawyer. I'm going to work in the city. I'm going to be, you know, a high flying da 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 da. And I also applied for legal aid which I actually did get an interview for, but I was read some reviews on uh, Reddit and I thought, oh, that's not for me. I'm way too sensitive. I can help people. Like if someone comes to me and says something really traumatic that's happened to them, I can actually help them because I have X, Y, and Z training. But when I'm hearing about this stuff and I can't actually help that person resolve that, that's when I start getting triggered and that's when I start getting upset. So working for legal aid was just like, I am at where I'm at right now. I am just way too sensitive and open and I, no, I can't do it and I can be serving people in other ways. So I applied for all these law firms. Um, just to let you know, my, um, grades are so inconsistent. You'll see like a 
a distinction, you'll see another distinction, but then you'll see a pass and then you'll see a fail and then you'll see a credit and then you'll see another distinction. It, it literally looks like a dog's breakfast. Do you really think that a top like law firm is going to look at that and go, yeah, we want her? Absolutely not. Because as an employee, you're like, okay, I want consistency. I want someone who actually wants to be here. Little did I know that I didn't actually want to be there. My ego wanted me to be there, but I didn't want to be there. So the thing that I had to learn was that, okay, yep, damn it, I didn't get in. But, you know, I had that very helpful reframe that, you know, and when I really sat down and thought about it, like when I got the letter to say, you know, try again next time, um, I thought, no, Katie, like this is actually really good that this has happened because, you know, now it means that, you know, you're not going to have to move to Sydney. You're not going to have to blah, 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 do all the things and you can actually focus on your business. Can you imagine if I had got that, if I had got one of those jobs, I would be locked into a tiny box right now with other um, employees working from 8am in the morning or even earlier, like because we're expected to go in early to who knows what time at night. Would I have time? Would I actually have time to show up in this business? Would I have any energy to be creating this podcast right now? Would I be helping women every single day change their lives? No, I would not. I would, I would literally be exhausted and burnt out and hating life. And I would be feeling like my soul would be sucked, sucked out my ear. Like that rejection was setting me the fuck free. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say that. Like if if I wasn't rejected then and that allowed me to happen, like I often think to myself like what happens if I what happens if I didn't get into law? What if I was rejected back then? Would I mean everything happens for a reason, so I'm like not I'm just being hypothetical here, playing devil's advocate, right? So for me, it's like, you know, I even think perhaps if I'd been rejected earlier, I wouldn't have even gone down this path. Obviously, I needed to for a number of reasons. But I hope you can see now that it's actually so amazing. I also think about the times where I was a younger female, young woman. I am still a young woman, but a younger woman. And... I was in my late teens and I was so desperate. I was so desperate. I was literally so desperate for love. And of course, that leaky, yucky energy made people run for the hills and quote unquote reject me. Okay. Thank goodness for that. Because I look back and I go, firstly, anyone that I was attracting on that frequency no thank you and also I wouldn't have been pushed to do this work I wouldn't have been pushed to become Ezra I wouldn't have been pushed to 
work on myself to the point where I've manifested this beautiful relationship. Like if that, the first person, like when I got out of my long-term high school relationship, like the first person who I like went on a date with, like if he was the one that didn't reject me and we just stayed together, like we are just not aligned. I'm not saying I'm better. I'm not saying he's better. What I'm saying is, is that we are completely different. So even though, yes, it hurt at the time, yes, I cried myself to sleep, yes, I was devastated, yes, I didn't eat for a week, um, which I do not recommend, um, but it set me free, okay? So see it as, reframe it to, I don't, okay, I don't know, okay, maybe you've just been rejected with something, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job, whether it's a family member, whether your cat like walked away um, and put his tail up and wasn't interested, whatever it is, maybe there's washing to do, I don't know, and he's not, he's saying stop procrastinating, I'm not sure, I don't know, you might be, you know, and no one can give you those answers, like you might think why, 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 stop worrying about the why, it will become clear in time move on. Okay. Ouch. Yup. Stand up, brush your knees off, keep going because it, you are being set free. Okay. There may be times as well where let's say you're applying for a job or you, there's some position, maybe you're um, in a competition for something. Maybe you're an athlete, maybe you're a, a dancer. I don't know. If you're being rejected, two things can happen here. Either you're being pushed to something else or you're being pushed to expand more. Okay, so for example, when I failed a unit, uh, which is like just a subject in uni, when I failed, that was giving me a choice I could either keep going down that path that wasn't serving me. Oh, wow, this is amazing. Sorry, I'm just getting this huge download about this now. I didn't even write this on my, um, didn't even write this for this episode. Okay, so I, so when you're being rejected, I didn't even know this until now. So this is obviously me just channeling now. When you're being rejected, you have a choice. You can either go, keep going down the path that you are going down, which maybe isn't serving you, or you can choose to become the expert and become better at what it is that you're doing. So if you're in a competition, or maybe you're in business, like, you know, if a customer, if a client, actually, I don't even know why I didn't even think about it in this term, in these terms, but, you know, with me, for example, I'll get a client on a, a potential client on a Zoom. I'll take them through my clarity compass, which I've designed to give a person a snapshot into where they are, where they want to go, what's holding them back, da-da-da. If they don't want to work with me, then that's literally them being like, energetically being like, Katie, uh, sorry, I keep calling myself Katie, I'm Ezra now. This is my this is my spiritual name now. It's Ezra. I'm oh, sorry. It's always been Ezra. There's an episode on it if you haven't already listened to it. So the thing is, is that I'm being pushed 
into the direction I need to go in and that's servicing someone else. So even though I might be like, oh, that's a shame. I was really looking forward to working with that client. It's actually pushing me, that client by saying no, sorry, and rejecting me is actually pushing me to someone who needs me more. And I'm telling you right now, like if you own a business, you would rather, like I would rather hand over heart, have one client who is like, yep, I need to work with you than one that's like, eh, I don't really care. I'm not doing my tasking. Like I feel sick. I've got a headache. I'm not coming. I'm not showing up. Okay. There are some state, there are some instances where people genuinely have headaches and that's fine. But I know when a client is being leaky, like I know when they are and I really am getting to the point where I'm like, I, I'm actually going to be started. Like I'm interviewing clients like to work with me because it's like, I don't want any leaky energy in my in my business. I want commitment. So in that case, if I'm interviewing them to come into my business, right, and I say we're not a match, well, guess what? That's me saying to them, go and find something that is a match to you. So I'm pushing them in the right direction or... It gives them the opportunity to say, well, why is that? And for me to say, well, gosh, if someone said that to me, I I actually would be honest because I am an honest person and it gets me in trouble sometimes, but I would be honest. And I would say to them, well, because of X, Y, and Z or X and Y or just X. And they could either choose to be angry at me and you know, go off somewhere else or they could do, they could fix whatever it is if it's within their control. Like for example, I'm just trying to think of an example where someone wouldn't be right for me. Oh yes, I can actually. I had a one-on-one Zoom with someone who really wanted to understand spirituality and I could tell even though they actually never came back, but I could tell they were going to be a challenging client because I'm not teaching people modalities. I'm not teaching people the science or quantum physics and things like that. I'm helping and facilitating a process. Okay. So I knew that they were going to probably, and it's not, it's no judgment on them. It's just that where they're at on their journey, they want the evidence, right? And I could tell that that was going to present problems because I'm not going, I can give you a client review. I can talk about my own journey. Can I pull out a, you know, an article from a medical journal and say, you know, this, this, and this? No. So perhaps if they had in the, in a client setting, if they had said to me, if they had said, I really want to work with you. And perhaps I was at a point where I was like, to be honest with you, I probably would have taken them on. I don't think that's enough for me to not be aligned, but let's just say that it was, I would say, look, I can see that you're really wanting answers about spirituality. So I think that where you're at right now, it would be best for you to actually perhaps go and learn hypnotherapy and actually go to the source and understand it on that level because I can't teach it to you. Like I'm not teaching hypnotherapy. I'm facilitating hypnotherapy. I'm a hypnotherapist. I'm not a master hypnotherapist or whatever they're called. So you can see where it's like, okay, I'm observing where they're at on their journey. And 
you know, and this is how you should be making decisions as well. So let's flip it around. Like instead of feeling like the victim and instead of feeling like rejected all the time, why don't you start interviewing the people who are in your life? I can't believe I didn't write this down either. So if, if, if you are like, you know, oh, ow, I'm always being rejected. No one likes me, nee, nee, nee which I've been in that mentality too, 100%. I spent years in that victim mentality. It's only been really recently that I've let go of it. So I, I hear you. I get it. If the, if this is you, like I get it. But why don't you start interviewing people? Like for prospective partners, why don't you sit there and go, okay, well, what do you bring to the table for me and measure it and treat it like a business? I actually said this to a friend years ago because she's very business minded. I said, treat it like a business. If you can conceptualize your relationship in that way, if he's not being a good employee and I, and it's, and this wasn't in the way of like making him less than her, like it could be viewed as a partnership. If they're not bringing their side to the table, then you're going to have to performance manage them. So this is just the way that I was relating to her to help her process her relationship. But it's so true. It's like, why are we so scared of, you know, the rejection when we should be perhaps measuring others and saying, well, you know, do you fit? Do you actually fit into my life? Or do I, am I just so scared of rejection that I'm going to grab onto the first thing that says yes? It's the same with the job. When you're going in for a job, interview the employer. What's your ethos? What are your values? What's your strengths as a leader? What are your weaknesses as a leader? Like, why are we being in the cowering position of, you know, like get out of that, step into the interviewer, like step into someone who wants to treat their life like they would treat a business and actually run it in that way. I think we should run it in that way. You know, we should, okay, because a big lesson for me in business when I was an area manager was think about things in the context of, is this in the best interest for the business? So why not do that for yourself? Why not think, is this in my best interest? Is this in my best interest to continue this relationship? Is this in my best interest to actually let this person into my life and start looking at things more objectively rather than being in the, oh, I'm I'm the victim and I'm going to be rejected again. Like, delete that story. Forget about it. Tell a different story. And you have the power to do that. And this is what people don't realize. Anyway, this went on a tangent. I didn't expect it to, but I'm glad that it did. And if you're listening to this, like take this stuff on board because only you can take your power back. So rejection is actually not a bad thing. Rejection is actually really positive. And it's not just like feel happy about it. It's actually like, no, let's reframe it and give it a different meaning because all it is is meaning. We all give meaning to different things. So give it a different meaning and you have the power to do that. Anyway. I loved this episode. I hope you loved it too. I want to hear from you. Anyway, I hope you have a really good day. Sending you love, sending you what you need, and I will catch you in another episode.
If you are wanting to explore your spirituality, personal development, and your relationship with love more deeply, I invite you into my world with my arms wide open. I offer online courses, one-to-one experiences, and a membership that is literally transforming the lives of many. You can find me on Instagram at sheisezra and discover more. But for now, beautiful soul, have a wonderful day.